love to eat turkey. Love to eat turkey. Love turkey legs and love turkey breasts, but I can't afford the new iPhone X. Love to eat turkey with nice cornbread. Kathy Griffin's holding the turkey's head. <laughs> Slice up your turkey and butter your rolls. O.J. Simpson's thankful he is out on parole. <laughs> oh, they kill a lot of turkeys for Thanksgiving Day. They're deader than that career of Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving is a special night. The Russians hacked all our websites. Oh, you should eat turkey if you are able. Kevin Spacey's sitting at the kids' table. Thanksgiving dinner is supposed to be fun. But not when your uncle starts talking about guns. Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanks, Big Adam Sandler. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, broadcasting live from the Lunchbox Studios in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania, it is Rob Z Radio. I just did my own introduction. (laughs) There's nobody else here. That's that's sad. I'm not sad. Pull it together, because people are here in spirit. Especially people from the Clay Cup, from Trade Secrets, to Juice. Because there are sponsors right now for the show, and I couldn't thank them enough. Juice, first of all, J-O-O-S, 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, at the Juice Bar on Facebook. Cold-pressed juice and smoothies. Things to make your body better. I'll just put it like that. And Jen, she's on a podcast. Go back and listen to it. Right on here with me. A couple podcasts ago, we chatted. All fresh-to-order products. Hashtag get juiced. J-O-O-S, find them on Facebook and Instagram. Trade Secrets, 13th Avenue in Altoona. Keeping it local. Making all-natural body care products for your body to feel better. All-natural lip balms, moisturizing body lotions, all-natural deodorants. There's no chemicals added. They make them, You can see them making it. If you go to Trade Secrets, it's like a mad laboratory in the back. A mad laboratory. And you can also shout out to the Clay Cup. Located on 11th Avenue in downtown downtown Altoona. If you're looking for the drink for the season, if you're looking for the mood for the season, you're trying to find a place where everybody congregates, meets up, and business meetings, friendship meetings, meeting new people, enjoying yourself by by yourself, having a cup of coffee, having something to eat. That's what the Clay Cup is. It's like a hub for people just to come to do their thing and, and be themselves. How's how's that for a sell? And and the most awesome part is you can also paint your own pottery while you are there. Every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 1 to close. Find, follow The Clay Cup at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. And I'll say it like I I said it before and I'll say it again. If you want to be a sponsor on the podcast, shoot me a message. Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. And I think it's time that we just get things started, you know? This is Rob Z Radio. Ahoy, mateys. Welcome to your nightmare. 
I've always wanted to say that and it actually be true. Welcome to your nightmare. Like, imagine the kind of life you have to live to authentically say that to somebody. You can't just have a normal life. You can't just say, welcome to your nightmare, and it's not a nightmare. It's, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, because I don't know if I understand either. But what I do understand, ladies and gents, zebras in the house, thank you for being here, number one. I do understand that... Uh, I'm not sure if people have always been losing their minds, if it's been a slow progression of humanity losing its mind collectively. But this guy, who is from Oklahoma, his name is Brenton Hager, he upped my level for where we are in society with what he did. Not in a good way. And I'm sorry, I, I would like to focus on a good thing, but this is too ridiculous not to focus on. He stole a truck led police on a high-speed chase and recorded the whole thing on Facebook Live. The beauty and the destruction of society all in Facebook Live. <laughs> it streamed like to millions, well, not millions of people now, right? Not at the time. I, he probably didn't have too many followers. A guy fresh out of jail. Apparently, he was fresh out of jail, and he knew he was going to go back to jail, I guess. Maybe he had been out of jail for a little bit. I don't know the exact story. I didn't watch the whole Facebook Live video. But in listening to it, you gather that he's going to be going back to jail and he said that he would rather go to the hospital so he'd rather get in a car crash and a high-speed chase with police because he'd go to the hospital instead of going back to jail. At least go to the hospital first. Do you see? That's the society we're living in. Now, to say that this sort of thing wasn't happening 20, 30 years ago, who knows what was being said during high-speed chases inside of the car of the person fleeing from the police. Who knows what they were saying? But the crazy part about our world right now, the world that we currently live in, is that you can listen to everything this guy had to say while it's being filmed, while on a high-speed chase. I'll just give you a snippet. I'm gonna try to throw my tools out. Uh, uh, I use my turn. When he says tools, I assume that he means uh, weaponry, correct? <laughs> can I be any whiter in that statement, right? He's talking about his tools, he has guns. He's not carrying screwdrivers and uh, maybe a nail gun. He might have a nail gun in there, but no hammers. Uh, you get the idea. Anyways. I'm going to try to throw my tools out. Uh, uh, I use my turning signal. <laughs> maybe if I crash, if I crash, then I go to the hospital first. See? Man, don't make me crash into you. Hey! Hey! You don't see me on a high-speed chase? All right, so... I'm in a high-speed chase, bro! <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny, I'm, like, completely not under the influence of anything. Since I got out of prison... I haven't had no fun. I have not went out one time. I just wanted to get some assets. <clears throat> so I can't, uh, I, I feel like silence is necessary right now for the death of society. And that wasn't the only moment that it has done it, but, <laughs> but damn, it takes it down a notch, right? What is, what's the whole, ass, the whole assets thing? I just want to get some assets. I don't know. You're not going to get any assets, dude. Do you, maybe he doesn't understand the definition of the word. It is nice to know that he's not on drugs. All at the same time, I wish he would have been on drugs because it would have been like, oh, it's drugs that did it. Not that we're falling apart as a human race. <laughs> so uh, at that point in the, in the moment, I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of wild. This is, this is wild. He doesn't want to go back to jail, and he's pretty much doing this just for fun because he doesn't had a good time since he got out of jail. I, I've never once in my life thought about like, man, you know what? I'm just now getting out of the jail and now I'm going to be going back and doing like what I did before I was in jail, which might lead me back into jail. It's boring, you know, whatever it is that he's doing. And now he's got to take it to the next level. 
by running from the cops. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a mind-blowing situation. And it's just another piece of news that flips by each day, you know. It's just the the next thing that just flies by. But it also shows, how scared are you to go to jail? Like, I'm scared to go to jail. I don't want to go. I mean, I imagine the first few times it is scary. Maybe it is scary even going back again and again and again. But it seems like, um, you know, it, once you're in jail a couple of times, it becomes the place you end up back in because you can't really survive on the outside world once you're in jail. It's a very strange web that is weaved is it not so i don't know i'm not living that guy's life i don't know what he's been through because he's a lot of tattoos it looks like he's been through a lot i guess time will tell how things turn out for him speaking of seeing how things turn out kevin spacey louis ck now also richard dreyfus steven seagal yeah seagal i'll get to seagal i'll get to you seagal so, first of all, man, Louis C.K. one of, was my favorite comedian, and I'm not gonna. Here's the thing: let's let's not separate. I want to separate one from the other. I love Louis C.K.'s stand-up comedy. My favorite stand-up comedy is the past five, six, seven that he's done have just been outstanding. I die laughing. He's the funniest guy ever, and he seems like a guy who has a lot of faults, but he's older, so hopefully he's figured out a lot of those faults. The fact that he came out and admitted that he did the whole thing. That also is good. Like that he was, he owned up to it. He fessed up to it and said, yes, I did do these things. I did get naked in front of women and then diddle. What Can I use, that's a great word, diddle, right? It's better than using any other words. Fiddling. He was fiddling and diddling. I'm not, I'm not making light of it. I mean, I technically making light of the terminology, but uh, you know, the part of it is, no, it should never be done. Yes, it is unbelievably disgusting i can't imagine that ever happening in front of me what would you do in that situation as those women and i just think of myself what was if i was in a situation what would i do you'd be like um can you leave do you shut it down do you just stand there or sit there and watch what is happening in just complete dumbfounded awe i don't know what exactly happens but the I'm not going to, my whole point here was I'm not going to discount the stand-up comedy that I've loved from Louis C.K. I would hope that he's a changed man, but also it's disgusting that he would do those sorts of things, and I think of him less as a person. But these are the things you have to go through in life. They're trials and tribulations. He had some sick things in his mind, which he might already do. And anybody who's ever watched a stand-up comedy, it pretty much is a testament, right, to how screwed up he is. It's a testament because a lot of truth said in jest. That man says a lot of things, <laughs> jokingly, that I'm sure are probably true. So Kevin Spacey's the other guy who comes along with it. So there's another situation. There's this former news anchor in Boston. Her name is uh, Heather Unruh. Unruh, U-N-R-U-H, I kind of like that last name, Kevin Spacey apparently sexually assaulted her son last year, last year, she said Spacey brought, bought him, well, I could kind of just let her say it, why, I don't need to say the whole thing, you're right, let's just, you know, let's, we'll make it happen, I mean. In July 2016, actor Kevin Spacey has sexually assaulted my son, it happened late night, off inside the club car restaurant and bar on Nantucket Island. My son was not of legal age to drink alcohol. He told Kevin Spacey that he was of legal age. Kevin Spacey bought him drink after drink after drink. And when my son was drunk, 
Spacey stuck his hand inside my son's pants. Oh, oh, all right, we can cut it. You get the idea from there, right? You can kind of put the pieces together. I'm going to get serious here for a second. If you live a bad life outwardly, publicly, or behind the scenes, eventually it's going to ruin you. Eventually those things are going to ruin you. If you have done terrible things in the past and you've used time to change the way you are and try to right the wrongs of those things that you did, that's very commendable. And that's what you need to do. If you don't do anything weird, and when you talk about weird, like there's certain spots that are drawn the line, and you know, like we all know when we're drawing the line, even if you lie to yourself and tell yourself that you don't, unless you have a severe mental disorder. I'm not quite sure exactly how that all works because I don't have a mental disorder or study it. The point is try to live a good life, like a good life where you're helping people, where you're making a difference. I mean, look at Kevin Spacey, man. American Beauty, one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen tons of other movies with him. I can't think of them right now. But obviously House of Cards was a gigantic hit. And I never heard any. I've never heard a person say a bad thing about it. Like the, most people like the show if they if they've watched it. But those things don't matter. I mean, yeah, they're we hold up these uh, icons, these pop stars, you know, or anybody in general. You hold somebody up. Like we're all flawed. We've all got something wrong. But hopefully, you can right that wrong. Kevin Spacey is just like, what's going on? Like this has been. Is it power? And that's what Louis C.K. said. He said it was power that made all of this happen. You know, he had the power of these women. They idolized him, so he took advantage of that power in a very uncomfortably odd way, right? I mean, that's really, really odd. But I, I, I mean, I'm sorry that I had to get really serious here on the podcast, but I think it needs to be said. You've got to live a life that you can be proud of, that somebody on the outside, if they knew what you did, would be proud of, would, would look at you and be like, that's good. You did, you did good things. Maybe you did do some bad things, but you righted those things. You righted the wrongs by making up for it or you never made the wrongs in the first place but that's a it's such an easy way to live if we don't let our temptations get a hold of us but it's such a difficult thing to do right can we get back to humor but i felt like that was necessary right now uh i'd like to feature the newest rapper who's been joining the podcast his name's lil pump and i'm gonna play five of his songs all at the same time because Does anybody know who Lil Pump is? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't even. So the idea right there is they're taking five of Lil Pump's songs and playing them all simultaneously, and uh, I couldn't really tell the difference from from one song <laughs> because they all they all seem to match perfectly, which is great. I mean, it's awesome. You can make the same song over and over and over again. And people are going to love it, and it's just, it all sounds the same. And, I, and you sing them, and they're, the words are interchangeable. Everybody's so high, nobody even knows what the words are. This dude, Lil Pump, this this is like me getting older, right? This is like, duh, dad's getting old, and he doesn't follow music anymore. Wait, we could we could have a whole feature for this, or, or do we have one? Dumb Dad Questions with Rob Z. Dumb Dad Questions. What the hell's going on with this rap music? Can somebody, first of all, grab the TV guide and then tell me what's going on with the damn rap music? I'm telling you, it's crazy. Lil Pump. So I, did, I knew nothing about Lil Pump until uh, approximately 48 hours ago. I, I stumbled across Lil Pump 
and um, he's 17 years old. He has he has glasses, from what I can tell, and he he raps with a guy called Smoke Perp. So now there's a rapper actually out there called Smoke Perp. It's not even like Snoop Dogg. You know he smokes a lot of weed. Louis Khalifa, you know he smokes a lot, a lot of weed. Now he's actually called Smoke Perp. Does he even need to smoke anymore at that point? It's just like, dude, you did it. Smoke Perp, you got <laughs> Look, that is... I, I thought I heard the most ridiculous rap names. I thought that, like, you know, there were names, um, you know, Lil Uzi, I felt, was one that was like, that's that's the most ridiculous rap name ever. Uh, even Ice-T from way back in the day, that's a ridiculous rap name. But I think Smoke Perp is most, it's the most in-your-face rap name I've ever heard in my entire life. And some, Action Bronson was one, I was like, that's a wild name. You know, Childish Gambino, that's a crazy one. Smoke Perp just did it. Smoke Perp won. I don't know how old Smoke Perp is. But I can't stop saying his name, so he's probably going to be a gigantic star. But, dude, this guy Lil Pump has probably 117 million views. Million views! A million likes on this song. It's called, is it called Gucci Gucci? Or, I don't know. They, I, they all sound the same. You just heard the five-song mashup. And uh, it made me feel like an old man because I thought, boy, these kids are doing too many drugs. This guy's smoking weed. In the whole way through the video and drinking alcohol and he's 17 years old that first of all doesn't make any sense to me and he's talking about cocaine and he's talking about I mean a plethora of other drugs you know I'm sure there's cough syrup and codeine in there somewhere I, I just I, I yearn for the days when gin and juice you know that was enough and the chronic was enough <laughs> it's so out of control it's just so crazy. Molly Percocet, you know, Mask Off by Future. Those songs are the, it's funny to me, but it's also as a parent now and, and being older and looking at it, looking at that music scene from the outside, because I used to love hip hop and I still do love it. Like, I love that little pump song. It's so dumb. I mean, it's so, he's on so many downers that he's, he's sliding, he's like a gelatin sliding through life. But it's amazing to watch. And I, but I feel bad. Like, he's 17 years old, man. And he's so high. But I guess he's got a lot of money. 100 and, 117 million views on YouTube. Like, what? What is happening? And I was just, I was flabbergasted. And that's not even a, an exaggeration. I was flabbergasted when I saw Lil Pump. And the name Lil Pump. Like, great name. Imagine if you got all the Lils together in, like, one rap group. Of course, Lil Wayne would be the leader. Uh, you know, Lil Bow Wow, if he would drop back from the Bow Wow to Lil Bow Wow, then he might be in there. Lil Uzi, Lil Flip, Lil, you, just, you could just throw words out. Lil uh, Bolt, I'm sure there's a Lil Bolt somewhere. Uh, Lil little Table, I guarantee there's something, look at something. Uh, uh, I bet a Lil Lamp, I guarantee there's a Lil Lamp out there and he's been rapping for like 15 years and we're just going to now find out about him because of this podcast. So... Like, it, it's just, I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm out of touch is what I'm saying. I got out of radio. I stopped listening to newer music, and I am 100% out of touch, and I have no idea what's going on anymore. Right now, it's about time to get to the to the saddest part of the show because I, I wanted to just skip over this. I wanted to pretend that it didn't exist, but Steven Seagal uh, harassed Jenny McCarthy back in 1995. And I've always been waiting for a great story about Steven Seagal being a slimy douchebag because I always knew that he was. And Jenny McCarthy, if, if you're young and you don't know who Jenny McCarthy is, look her up. <laughs> Back at, look up Jenny McCarthy uh, singled out that show. She was top. She was 
top 10 hottest chicks ever. If there's if you had to have a list, I'd put Jenny McCarthy in top 10, no doubt. But on the set of <laughs> on the set of Under Siege 2, Seagal asked her to sit on the couch next to him. When she declined, Seagal asked her to take her clothes off, even though the part required no nudity. McCarthy said that she walked out of the audition, but Seagal followed her and warned her to never talk about it. And if you've seen Hard to Kill, then you know when Steven Seagal says you're going to be done, you're going to be done, bro. But, you know, I think we've come to that time where uh, I've done enough complaining about society, and I feel good about it. I feel like I got it all out of me. I've been, I've been watching a, a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm lately, so I've been analyzing society a lot more, and I need to I need to get the thoughts out through the microphone to you. So thank you for listening. You know, it, it means a lot that you check out the podcast, and it means a lot that you and I are close friends, and that we're always going to be friends, and that on Saturday night... We're still going to have the sleepover. It's not canceled. My mom said it's going to be okay. And I can't wait to see you guys there because we're going to have so much fun. And I'm just so happy that you guys are all my best friends. And I'm just glad that we're all here together and stuff. Oh, yeah. This is what we call the cool down. But let me let you know, if you're looking to warm up your business... You may want to take the investment in social media. Maybe you already you are using social media. You know, a lot of people use it, and they think they make some posts on Facebook, and they get 200 likes, and they're making some leeway. You need impact. If you want it to work for you, if you want it to work better than TV and radio, than newspaper ads, than billboards, if you want your social media to dominate, all you've got to do is get somebody involved who knows how to run it, knows how to run Facebook and Instagram ads knows how to generate leads, knows the process of getting people to see what you do and highlighting what your business does. Far less expensive than any other advertising. And it's ever-changing. So it's difficult if you're a business owner to run it yourself or have somebody in-house run it. Very difficult because it's a constantly changing world that you need to stay up on or you're going to fall behind on. You dig what I'm saying? That's why I do social media marketing, because I understand it, and I enjoy it. So I want to help you out. I'd love to help you with yours. Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. If you're interested in some sort of sponsorship on the podcast, hit me up as well, because shout out to the Clay Cup, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram, Trade Secrets at Secrets in Trade on Facebook and Instagram, and Juice, J-O-O-S, in downtown Hollidaysburg, at the Juice Bar on Facebook. Thank you to my sponsors. Thank you to you for listening. That's brutal.